Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris, I am your host. Super to have you with me today as we come to the end of the Sermon on the Mount. We've been walking through the Sermon on the Mount over the last number of months exploring what you would describe as Jesus's pronouncement and teaching on the way of the kingdom. And we've been looking at, you know, we're disciples of Jesus. What does Jesus have to say? Let's go back to his teaching and see what he has to say about how we live our lives. And we've been looking at how Jesus calls us to live, uh, what he expects of us, but also the, the pronouncement of this is what life in the kingdom of God looks like. So we've been walking through it, and today we've got to the very end. We've got to the end of the Sermon on the Mount. As we land it, Jesus gives us a little parable to help us reflect on what are we going to do with what he has just said. I don't know about you, but often I sit through lectures or I sit through a really good, interesting talk and I walk out the door and go, wow, it's really interesting, but I don't allow it to change anything in me. It's just, you know, it's good information, but it doesn't transform my heart. And Jesus is going to challenge us with that uh, today. So warm welcome to you. If this is your first time to making disciples, hey, lovely to have you with us. My name is Chris, Chris Rogers. I'm your host. I'm from East London. I lead a church over here in East London. I chair the Spring Harvest Planning Group, as well as do a other bunch of bits and pieces. You are very warmly welcome to come and spend this little bit of time with us today. Next week's episode, during the process of preparation for this um, podcast series, really, I've been translating the Sermon on the Mount into what I would describe as Chris Rogers English. So next week's episode will not be a traditional podcast. It will be me uh, kind of walking through or, or know, reading through or dramatizing through maybe uh, the Sermon on the Mount. I'll be reading it from beginning to end and I'll be doing it in my English. Um, I've done this by taking the original Greek and kind of uh, translating it as I go along. So uh, hopefully you'll find that interesting as we look at the whole sermon from beginning to end as one big picture. So let's jump in as we explore the final few verses of the Sermon on the Mount and what Jesus has to say about what we now do with what he has taught us. So let's jump in as we look at these last few verses. Let me read this little bit of Matthew 7 to us. Jesus says, and this is right at the end, so he's preached this epic sermon and he's gone through all these incredible topics. Let me remind you, he's talked about salt and light, being salt and light. He's talked about how Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. He talks about how we shouldn't be, uh, you know, do not murder, do not commit adultery, uh, divorce, don't get divorced was essentially what he was saying. Uh, making oaths, you know, if you say yes, make it a real yes. He talked about an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, loving your enemy. He's talked about giving uh, to the needy, being generous. He talked about prayer. He talked about fasting. He talked about not worrying for what we think we need. He talked about not being judgmental. He talked about persistence in prayer. He talked about this narrow entryway to the kingdom of God called the narrow gate. Then he talked about fruit and being fruitful people. And now he lands us with the wise and foolish builders and he says this so he's preached this epic sermon 
And then he says, therefore, everybody who hears the words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The wind came down, the stream uh, streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But anyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew, beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Matthew 7, 24, 27. It's only short. So here we got this little story. He's landing it, and he's talking about two people, two individuals. They're both building houses, and one has built it on a firm foundation of the rock. The other is building it on the sand. And both, I presume, look great houses. But friends, it's not until the storm comes when it's tested. It's in the testing of the storm we find out what we are really made of. So that's what Jesus is saying. It's in the storms you will now be tested. Are you going to do as I've said or are you going to be a foolish builder who does it your way? And it's a real simple image. It's so simple. We use it in children's church, don't we? We use it with kids. Uh, you know, what are you going to build your life? out of and it's not until the storm comes do we realize what we have been building our lives on hey isn't it better to work this out now when we can make a difference than when it's too far down the line so before we focus on the wise builder let's focus on this foolish builder because i think it's really helpful for us to explore what is it that we are building our lives out of? And we are surrounded by alternative foundations to our lives and we don't realise it. And we, we can think we're building our lives on Jesus while all along we're just building our lives on the same flaky foundations uh, as everyone else. So some of us may well be building our lives on the foundation of secularism and consumerism rather than on Jesus. So what I want to do is just walk us through some of these foundations that we may be building our lives out of and we may be justifying them. We justify them because either they, they, they're good things in themselves, just the way that we've used them, or uh, actually the, these some of these things were meant to be blessings in our lives but, but rather than pointing our life to the one that gives the blessing we end up worshiping the ble the blessed the bl uh, the, the thing that's blessing us uh so we we put our attention in the wrong place so it's not some of these things in themselves are not problems but it's when they actually become the foundation of our lives jesus needs to be the foundation of which all these things are built and, uh, and the danger is we actually make them the foundation and then put Jesus on top of a crooked foundation and then wonder why it doesn't work. Uh, and I've got a whole bunch of friends at the moment who are really going through uh, what they would describe as deconstructing their faith. And, and the reason for it, what they're deconstructing is Christianity that's been based upon the foundation of secularism and consumerism. And then Jesus doesn't seem to add up for them. It doesn't seem to make sense. They, don't, they can't see how it applies. Whereas Jesus needs to be the foundation of our lives, of which our lives are then built. And, and, and it then makes sense. Jesus then makes sense. When you're trying to apply Jesus to a secular culture, 
it always looks bizarre it doesn't work it looks like a strange addition to our lives rather than a foundation to our lives so what are these are the kind of foundations that are around so what about the the foundation of wealth and materialism we have in the west become very focused on financial wealth financial security and materialism and we end up trusting in our riches and our possessions uh, and they become the source of our security and our identity so uh, let me just say that again these, these these what i'm diagnosing here are some radical foundation issues in our lives that jesus has been given as an alternative to uh, and we can then try to add jesus into our lives when actually the foundations are rotten and then we try to work out you know jesus talks about being generous well if the foundation of your life is wealth and materialism generosity uh, doesn't necessarily add up or it or it becomes something uh, that isn't true generosity so foundation number one I want to talk about is wealth and materialism and how we end up trusting in our riches and our wealth and our possessions to the point where they become the source of security and identity in our lives so uh, we identify ourselves as somebody that's secure or we identify somebody uh, you know as wealthy who has money or doesn't have money so if your foundation of your life so you could you could be incredibly poor but have a foundation that, of wealth and materialism that you built your life on that makes you think you will only happy when you have money and those that end up with money know that actually doesn't make them any happier so the foundation stone of our lives could be um toxic and the fact that you've got no money uh, doesn't doesn't change a thing because you think your life will be better when you do have money or you will have security when you have got material items around you um, so it can apply both ways to the wealthy and to the poor it's a framework that, that's the big issue so trusting in our riches and our possessions as if they will give us security and identity is number one the second foundation is uh, the uh, the foundation of fame uh, and being popular and there's a, there's a thing in society right now particularly uh, where where fame and being popular is really central to success and we think that success is being popular and being known so you end up with celebrities who are known for for being famous and not for what they've done we are no longer interested in celebrating people who've done amazing achievements I remember when I was a kid that the kind of people that were celebrated were people who had achieved something amazing in the world now we celebrate people that have done absolutely nothing uh, but they, they spout off on, on Instagram or they spout off on Facebook uh, and we, so we built uh, this foundation of fame and popularity and therefore what we end up doing is building self-worth around this shaky foundation of public opinion and applause and, uh, and you know isn't it really interesting you know we have cancel culture and you can have somebody who's been incredibly popular for a long time suddenly says something uh, they're judged for what they've said and now nobody wants anything to do with them because the foundation of their success was on being popular and uh, having popularistic views views that were popular by the majority of people but the moment you say something that the majority don't like you're no longer popular and you're gone so the foundation of fame and popularity you know will be gone overnight uh, the other one i want to explore is around success and achievement um so 
if we base our identity on a career of accomplishments uh, and talent rather than the worth that we get from God, then ultimately uh, we'll only, uh, that, that foundation of success will only be there until the moment we stop being successful. So if you think you're building your life on a career of accomplishments and talent, the moment your talent dries up or your accomplishments no longer mean anything to that culture, then that foundation is gone rather than building it on self-worth. So success and achievement. If you're building your life on being somebody who is successful or having achievements, there'll become a point where your success and achievements mean nothing in that culture anymore because it's no longer an achievement because everybody's doing it. So the foundation of success and achievements. The next one is around the foundation stone of relationships. Uh, and this is where we end up making the foundation of our lives uh, all about relationships. So we end up looking to other people for meaning and purpose rather than towards God. So we look to what other people think for our meaning and our purpose. So while, while ever, it's a little bit like the fame thing, isn't it? While ever we are looked upon kindly by others, then our foundation stone is fine. But the moment uh, those relationships go sour, fall apart, and then the, then the foundation stone cracks. So let's expand relationships. You could have friendships, uh, you could have uh, marriages or relationships towards two individuals, or you can have your relationships with your children. So I know people who essentially worship their children as if they're the foundation of their lives. Everything is about their kids, which is fine until the kids move out they go and do their own thing and then suddenly the individual goes I don't know who I am anymore my it's like my foundation has been ripped out from me uh, the other one is around marriage you know uh, people think their partner is their rock that they built their life on but the moment their partner passes away or is ill or sick or now has dementia uh, isn't maybe the person that they once were because of moral failure then suddenly that foundation stone is gone and then relationships and friendships. You know, one of the things I do know about life is friendships. Uh, I I don't have many friendships where they've existed my entire life. And that's not because I'm a horrible person to be a friend of. But what I notice is, you know, where you live in the country affects your friendships. Uh, stage of life affects your friendships. And uh, what you are passionate about affects your friendships. So some friendships do come and go. They're seasonal things, you know, friends for a season. So if you base your uh, your foundation, build your life on what others think, then actually when those relationships change or move on, you could be finding that your foundation has changed and moved on. The next one is around pleasure and comfort. Um, there is a major problem in our society right now, you know, where we build our lives on pleasure and comfort. And we're, we're essentially living for uh, uh, temporal, temporal enjoyments. Uh, an avoidance of pain so let me say that again so we build our lives on pleasure and comfort where it's about living for the the temporal things the temporal enjoyments and for avoiding of, of pain you know we think that pain is a bad thing you, you know uh, you've done something wrong or life's not going your way if there, there is pain because we build it on the foundation that is about pleasure and it is about comfort and this foundation stone of called happiness and that you know we're all essentially wanting to build our lives on happiness and, and you know i'll be honest with you there are seasons when life is happy uh, you know life is good there are seasons when actually life is tough and happiness 
can't be the foundation of your life because it's just not happy it's there's a string of difficulties going on that you are now having to navigate and if you build your life on the foundation stone of happiness and then you are sick now you've got long-term health issues you're only able to leave your home because you've built your life on this idea of of happiness and contentment then suddenly you haven't got it your entire life starts falling apart there's something wrong because you are no longer happy you know you might find yourself in depression so there, there's something about the foundation stone of pleasure and comfort then I'm going to keep going because there's quite a few and I really hope that you might see some of these in yourself what about the foundation stone of ideologies or, or social causes you know where we ground our identity in a political or, or a social um, affiliation so you know you could build your foundation stone on your political framework you know I am a conservative dot, 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 or I'm a liberal dot 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 and therefore the foundation stone of your life becomes about your, your political view or your your social cause that you're passionate about and you build your life on, on on that thing you know you know i've got i've got some very good friends who've built their lives on a political foundation but actually uh things move things change people catch up and when you've built your life on being the progressive person but yet then culture's caught up with your progressiveness and you're no longer as progressive as you once were who are you now uh, what what am I meant to do uh, in, in with my life? So you know, building your life in an, an ideology is uh, dangerous. You know, these things come, these things go. Politics change. We learn, we reflect. You know, we we're transformed uh, into new seasons where we think things differently. So building our lives in an ideology is where seasons change. You know, generations change. Uh, the other one I've got down here is around new age spiritualities. You know, the foundation um, that many around me build their life on is this new age spirituality stuff. I mean, it's very mystical. Uh, it's where they are following revealed spiritual paths um, where, you know, they, they believe that they're building life on a, on a truth uh, that actually is a fictitious truth. It's just not it's not real. It's got no real substance to it and you build your life on something that actually is quite a hollow dream a hollow idea a lot of the new age spiritualities um you start pulling them apart there's actually no substance to them at all uh it's based on something very fragile uh, and something that actually just doesn't stack up so new age spiritualities uh, next one will be around sinful lifestyles and um, when we find our identity in some immoral behavior or a destructive pattern of living we build our life on a foundation that actually uh, is a is sinful uh, b is moral but it's also self-destructive and it will you know ends somewhere that's very destructive so a very helpful and you know interesting one will be right you know around i do a lot of work alcohol and drug addiction and people build, build their lives on this lifestyle of consuming uh, toxins into their bodies that, yes, for the moment makes them feel better, uh, medicating themselves to get through life. But actually, uh, they, and then they end up building their identity on this substance that they're com very committed to. Uh, but actually, it's self-destructive. And this self-destructive pattern ultimately leads them to killing themselves or... The moment they try to get clean, they realize the entire foundation that they built up their life on is nothing but a lie. It's, it's got no real worth uh, to it. 
I'm going to tread very carefully here, but I do. I want to say one of the foundation stones. I think our culture is building itself on is a foundation stone where we are defined by our sexuality. And there's the foundation stone that I, I find within many young people that I work with, many young adults that I'm working with, where they build their identity and building their lives upon the foundation stone of their sexual orientation uh, and their, their sexuality. And, you know, they're building their life on this. And it's defining who they are. And, you know, I do know a number of people who, when they introduce themselves, they introduce themselves with their primary identity around their sexuality and around the, the him, hers, they. Um, and that's become their core identity of who they are. And it's defining who they are rather than a foundation stone that um, isn't isn't going to change. You know, uh, it's, it's very concrete. You know, I, I believe my identity comes as someone who is a child of God. That is my foundation stone, not my sexual orientation. But people are building their identities as their foundation stone and trying to build their life out of it. And actually, uh, I've got a bunch of friends right now where they're really struggling because the found the finding that that foundation uh, isn't strong enough to withhold the storms that life is throwing at them. And then the, the final one I just want to touch on is is the foundation stone of self-effort, uh, attempting to earn salvation by good works or earn blessings by good works i've got a very dear friend who said recently you know they've got some horrible things going on in their lives and they they said to me um it's obvious that i've done something wrong in life to have all of this thrown at me right now i've done something wrong in life and actually all of the things that they're getting thrown at them it's got nothing to do with if they've been good or bad you know it's 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 nothing to do with that at all they, they've got a very horrible um, health thing that they're struggling with, and their their family is in a bit of a bit of a mess, really, and don't know how to support them. And there's other things going on around finances, and you, you think, no, you, you're not cursed, uh, and neither of you doing anything wrong. It, it's actually just life's difficult, and life is complex. Um, but because they they've they've understood that they built their life on this idea of self-effort. Uh, then they've been attempting to earn their salvation or blessings through good works. So they're now thinking, well, maybe I've not worked hard enough because their foundation stone is quite skewed. So Jesus tells a story about two builders. And he says, one builder is building their house on the sand. The things that actually look substantial in the moment, but actually soon as the complexities, the storms, the difficulties come, we find out that actually those foundation stones are pretty poor. They're building themselves on something that will not be here in a hundred years time. It may not be here in 50 years time and it may not be here in 10 years time and it may not be here in two years time because culture 
changes. And if you're building your life out of secularism and consumerism, I can tell you now the winds of secularism and consumerism move so fast that actually you're forever having to change your foundation to, to keep up with it. And Jesus says, look, you're going to try building your life out of these foundations that are going to be moving. You know, wealth, materialism, fame, popularity, success and achievement, relationships, pleasure, comfort, ideologies and social issues, the new age movement, sinful lifestyle, self-effort. You're going to build all these things in your foundation. But when the storms come, you are really going to find that the whole thing is going to collapse. And Jesus says in the kingdom of God, there's a different foundation. And the foundation is the words and teachings of Jesus. Jesus is the foundation of which his teaching is what we build our lives on. So Jesus tells this story. A foolish man who's building his life out of all the things that culture has told us are good but actually will disappear when the rains and the storms come and the whole thing is going to collapse. Actually, just pause before I go any further. Um, if you follow the collapse of cultures, you know, the big Roman Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Assyrian Empire, everybody thought these empires would last forever. And they didn't. Somebody else came along and changed the culture. They brought in a new culture. They radically changed it sometimes by taking over the culture. Friends, we must not think that our consumeristic culture will be around in a hundred years. Anything can happen. Anything can change. And we must be aware that all of what we think, our solid the solid matter around us that we build our lives on, either the, either the English culture, the American culture, the European culture, wherever you are, it will change. It will change because that is what's happened over all generations empires come empires go so if you're building yourself on one of our earthly empires it, it will disappear so jesus says but a wise man builds his house on the rock the salvation sorry the foundation of the rock what does jesus call himself he says he is the corner stone he is the solid ground of which we build ourselves friends i would argue that we need a radical recommitment to the way of jesus our foundations need three things we need the foundation of grace and salvation from jesus we need the foundation of uh, jesus's teaching and truth and we need the foundation of jesus's promise of the work of the holy spirit if you want to build your life on the way of Jesus, the foundation stone, I think these three things here, the grace of Jesus, the teaching of Jesus, and the promise of the Spirit sent by Jesus. This, friends, is the foundation that we build our lives. And Jesus has just given us the teaching of Jesus, the information and formation of the kingdom in our lives. He's just taught us the truth. Are you willing to build your life on the truth or are you wanting to build your life on something that will not be here in a hundred years time? So take stock. Just think about this. What is it that you build your life truthfully? What is it truthfully that you are building your life on? Truthfully. Because when the winds come and the storms come, you will find out pretty quick what the true foundations are. Because all the 
false foundations will be blown and moved. They will no longer exist. If you're building your life on your uh, husband or wife and making them the foundation stone of your entire life, there may be a point where they are no longer there. Your children are no longer there. Your money and wealth are no longer there. The fame or your good looks are no longer there. Pleasure and comfort are no longer there. And you'll find what your real foundation was made out of. Was it actually made out of something substantial? So with our lives, we can hurry to build our identity and purpose and meaning on shifting sands of culture, wealth, accomplishments or even people or we can daily labor to root ourselves in the unshakable gospel of Jesus Christ and the obedience of his word for when the storms of life inevitably batter us the foundation we have chosen will make all the difference friends until next time grace and peace I've really enjoyed putting this episode together I hope you have found it enlightening as well there may be something for you to go away with and work on or think about with regard to your foundation stone friends until next time grace and peace 